So here goes mine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to preface this with this one isn't really a cryptid. Okay. This one's not really supernatural. Okay. In a sense. Uh, like to us, it's supernatural, yeah. but to the community that, you know, believed in it long ago, it's not a supernatural. It just is. Is it the, is it Falcor from the never ending story? No, shut up. I've never seen that. But it's, isn't that the, not, isn't that the big long much. dog? Yeah, it's the big long dog. He's a dragon. Okay. <laughs> oh no! It doesn't work well anymore as a like movie. It kind of sucks as a movie. Yeah. The fact that there are at least two of them also. I, I there might have been a third one, but I didn't see the third one. If there is, second one didn't need to happen. A horse. This is also going at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, yeah. So the the reason I'm doing this, even though it's not a cryptid or or inherently supernatural, is that, and and I brought this up a couple episodes ago. I read this story. I found the story on Instagram. Okay. And it haunted me. And it's been in my head since. And my hope is that by telling the story, it will it'll, go, get, it'll out. get out of my head. Yeah. Because it terrifies me. So, and I'm gonna start this off with a real nerd reference. Yeah, I gotta back up from the mic. I gotta. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you've seen Naruto? I have seen Naruto. You remember how Itachi got his uh, Mangekyo Sharingan? That's uh, a <laughs> that's a long time ago, and I read Naruto. Well, he killed Shisui. Okay. And the whole thing is that you've got to experience great tragedy. Yeah. So he killed Shisui, got the Mangekyo. Spoilers for Naruto. Whatever. <laughs> um, so I know what you're thinking. Yeah. What am I talking about? How yeah. does this refer to anything that we're talking about? Well, what do you think would happen if you took those actions? If you killed a close family relative? What powers do you think you would get? Hopefully at least that version of the Sharingan. No. Jail time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were a Navajo healer. Oh. Or spiritual guide. Okay you would gain something more terrifying. <laughs> You'd become a skinwalker. Uh, yes, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> They're terrifying. I hate it. So, Welcome I did. Never <laughs> oh, yeah. God, man. I'm so bad at doing <laughs> it. I'm Zachary. I'm Levi. This is my neighbor Mothman. We talked about we talk about spooky stuff. Happy Halloween. Talk about spooky stuff, and at the end of episodes, Nonsense. we talk about stuff that no one cares about yeah. other than us. That's kind of the point. So, I'm leaving this off with two things. Yeah. Number one, a content warning. Mm -hmm. If you don't like corpses, if you don't like the idea of desecration, it's not for you. It's gonna be a bad time. It's gonna be a bad time. Second thing. I don't know. I'm I'm not a Native American expert, obviously. Yeah. If I say something that is inherently wrong, I apologize. Educate me. Do not get mad at me. Yeah. We have an email address and a Twitter account that you can uh, inform. I'm not even. I'm not even going to tell you to go to the the podcast Twitter account. If I say something wrong, tweet at me at Baby Moth. Yeah. Or just DM me. Please don't tweet at me. <laughs> I'll put them on blast. Just inform. Yeah. Please don't. Um, so yeah, so please inform me if I say something wrong. Um, and we're gonna, we're getting right into it now. Here we go. Navajo culture, Native Americans. A skinwalker is a, uh, a name for a harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal or person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I'm back into my magic stuff. Yeah. I know it took a couple weeks off. I'm back into it. Time for magic. It's time for magic, baby. Uh, the the Navajo name is Yi Nodlushi, which okay. is probably said so wrong. Yeah. I'm just going to call it a skinwalker. But it, it translates to, by means of it, he goes on all fours. Oh. That's terrifying. Yes. Um... And and there's obviously there's a huge connotation around witchcraft, especially in America. Um, but 
inherently, especially for the Navajo, witchcraft was not evil. Uh, a lot of their healing, you know, spiritual guides, witchcraft was just a part of their lives. Yeah. So there's nothing inherently wrong with, you know, every every Navajo witch was not a skinwalker or evil. Yeah. That's just how they believed. Um, they also believe that uh, there are places where the powers of good and evil both exist. So, you know, medicine men, spiritual guides, like I said, they used it for healing, for aid, just to kind of better their society. Um, but uh, as with everything, as is human nature, people did take it and go bad with Absolute it. power corrupts, absolutely. Yes, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the Navajo had a, a a term for people who who kind of corrupted themselves with power, um, and it was the witchery way. Anyone who practiced in a harmful manner was a uh, they they were they were a witchery. Okay. They they practiced in the witchery way. Um, now these harmful witches. Now this is where the corpses come in. Were uh, known to whether they killed these people or just dug up their graves would make tools out of uh, their bones and would, like, grind up flesh and organs to make, like, concoctions that yeah. they would then in turn use to try and harm or kill other okay. people or animals. So, um, most of the time, it's believed that these skinwalkers were well-mannered, you know, good-intentioned witches that either were corrupted or just desired more power. Yeah. And just kind of turned bad. So I'm going to throw out a reference here that you will not get. Okay. Because we haven't done our sit through for 15 hours to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Nope. Never seen it. Never but seen any of it. There is, is there a, a bad witch. There is a wizard. There are two wizards in the movie. Harry Potter. Saruman and Gandalf. Well, I know about Gandalf. Yes. He says, you, you shall, shall not pass. pass. Yeah. Saruman is a Digimon. Saruman is Saruman the White. Nope, Digimon. Who is, uh, who is, basically wizards are like demigods in this lore. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And, and Gandalf is the gray. Saruman is the white. Eventually, Gandalf becomes the white. Because you are chosen to be the white kind of thing. I'm really simplifying it. Lord of the Rings people, please don't attack me. Um, But evil power corrupts Saruman kind of thing. And they have to... uh, You gotta kill him? They do. They do have to kill him. Wow, spoiler alert, dude. I'm gonna forget this. Yeah, it doesn't. I'll add. There, listen, there's so much movie before that happens. There's so many movies before that happens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Okay, but that's immediately what my brain went to when 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 you mentioned that just now. When they when the the corrupted yeah, witches the corruption because they are like because that was they were inherently good and it corrupted kind of thing. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So I know what you're thinking. You can't just. You know, if you're a Navajo witch, you can't just go one day. I'm gonna be bad and then become a skinwalker. Yeah, can't. Can't. So that that's where our Atachi Uchiha no, reference yeah. comes in. Um, to, in order to become a skinwalker, you had to be initiated into a society in Navajo witch culture okay. um, that required you to kill a close family member. Most more often than not, it was a sibling. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, big bad. Now I know what you're thinking, Naruto fans. You don't have to kill someone to get the Mangekyo because Sasuke didn't. Uh, it just had to be a great tragedy, but Itachi did kill. She's sweet. It's the only, it's the only way Itachi could think of. That man loved murder. He did, boy, no, he didn't. He was good at murder. There's a difference. Yeah, he was very good at murder. We can't get, we can't Efficient. go on, a, we can't go on a Naruto tangent. Just like Saruman. Sure, dude. Just like Agumon. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, we can't do Digimon either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so after after this was completed, after you've killed this this close family member, um, you just kind of had powers. Yeah. And um, so, you know, it, it it 
very complicated i'm sure but on the on the surface of it once you have these powers you can trans you can transform into possess any animal yeah now obviously a lot of times these were predatory animals you know you were looking for claws you were looking for teeth um whichever whichever you needed you were gonna go get and um it, it was well known that if a skinwalker possessed you know a bear they would then wear the skin of that bear which is where skinwalker comes yeah. from yeah 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 that makes sense now because of this um the navajo had a policy not a policy but a thought of wearing any kind of pelt of a predatory animal's taboo okay because you know if everyone's walking around wearing bear, bear pelts you won't be able to spot exactly skinwalkers they gotcha. weren't they weren't big fan of skinwalkers obviously yeah, yeah. they were evil the big, um, the big bads and i know what you're thinking how are you going to tell if an animal's been possessed by a skinwalker there's a very quick way good it's their eyeballs see that's what my, my, my heart told me well cause I, it, it makes sense it'd be my first guess it's also the worst yeah absolutely the absolute you go worst. you go to the worst case scenario yeah um and the way you would tell this is if an animal has been possessed their eyes are very human-like and it's said that it'll just be the eyes of the witch yeah um and uh, you know obviously you'll look at it and you'll go hey cats don't have blue eyes yeah they might i don't know the, well they have like they got slit. yeah they got the weird eyes yeah pu- pupils um but also Points. if light like you know if, if yeah. a light shines off of it directly they are blood red yeah yeah okay very scary i'm seeing where a lot of a lot of horror culture comes from mm-hmm. um now with humans who have been possessed it's kind of along the same line yeah whereas um their eyeballs will represent the last animal that the okay. skinwalker possessed so like if they possessed a cat and then possessed you like you have cat I, I could look at you and be like yeah. oh those are cat eyes he's he's got a skinwalker yeah. in there he's a tabaxi I don't know what you're talking it's, about. Just, it's just a cat person from oh, Dungeons okay. and Dragons alright <laughs> I hate you so skinwalkers also have a ton of other powers which I did I mean like you know skinwalker I go alright cool they're probably transforming into things and yeah. wearing their skins they're animorphs got it <laughs> I love animorphs. A uh, ton of other powers. Can read minds. Okay. Control thoughts and behavior without possessing you. Oh. Cause disease and illness. Destroy property, which I did write down. Doesn't seem like much of a power. I, I can destroy I can do property. that. Yeah. Adam's doing that right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. And even cause death. You know, without present can just push you to death. Yeah. Now, on top of the shape shifting powers, you know, we're we're going into kind of that animal world now. Yeah. Um, we're known to be able to control animals of the night, so okay. owls, bats, stuff like that, and would uh could make these animals do their bidding. Oh. Kind of like an Aquaman feel. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. With, but for with, creatures of the night. Yeah, they were also able to call up. Man, LSU's running away with yeah. this game. Pick six. Um, also able to call up spirits of the dead, reanimate corpses, uh, just to attack their enemies. Oh. So these guys have really got... Just, yeah, they've got necromancy as well. Yeah, they're they're real bad. That's a lot. That's I'm, a lot of powers. I'm going to put in my early bid that skinwalkers might be the most powerful thing we've dealt with. Yeah. Um. So... Now, obviously, with the fact that they exist, you've got stories of encountering them. And uh, there are a couple Navajo people have described a couple of ways to know that a skinwalker is near. And they're all bad. They're all very bad. Oh, cool. Uh, So they'll make noises around your home, including knocking on windows, banging in and on walls... Uh, and scraping noises on your roof. Oh. They've also been known to spy through windows and just stare at you. Now, we'll get into that in a little bit, why they want to stare at you. But uh, apparently their favorite pastime 
is appearing in front of a vehicle to cause you to swerve off the road and crash. Oh. Because uh, no easier victim than someone who's strapped into a car that is... upside down and injured. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, Skinwalker is known to kill for a couple of reasons. Greed, anger, envy, spite, or just revenge. We're just listing a bunch of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, skinwalkers are all seven deadly sins. <laughs> um, and, you know, skin skinwalkers are going to be one of the ones that, you know, pe- people can kind of, one, guess what their name is, but also they're, they're, they're fairly well known. Yeah. Depicted in, you know, supernatural stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. But there's, there's one place in this world that is known for its skinwalker sightings. And that's Skinwalker Ranch. Oh. In northeastern Utah. Okay. That's less fun than Skywalker Ranch or Neverland Ranch. We're going to get into Skinwalker Ranch because it's not just known for its Skinwalker sightings. Skinwalker Ranch got a whole lot going on. Oh, cool, Utah. Yeah. Have fun up there, Utah. Yeah. You have the jazz. You want to know how it can, you know how it can push you to death? Yeah, you just meet eyes with it. Oh, so that's why it stares in your window. It's trying to get you to look at it so it can just yeah. kill you in an instant. No, I don't like that. So now we're going to we're going to Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, where there are a plethora of mysterious sightings uh. all across the board. So I stumbled upon a site in my research called MysteryWire.com. Okay. Who had, uh, a t- like, and I'm gonna look into them further for for other you know episodes, but yeah. um, they had a ton of stuff about Skinwalker Ranch. They seem to just be a cryptid like blog. Yeah. Um, but they had a helpful little timeline of Skinwalker Ranch, which I've added on to through stuff I've found through other sites. Yeah. But uh, it starts all the way back in 1905 when the first settlers arrived on the land that became known as Skinwalker Ranch, which is 512 acres. That's a big... It's huge. That's a big... Yep. So um, one family from that original group of settlers told a story of a man or a visitor showing up in a full blue suit to warn them not to dig or desecrate the ground of the property. Oh. Which if I show up somewhere and they're like, hey, whatever you do, do not dig here. I'd be like, hadn't planned on it, but I'm leaving. Yeah. Thanks. So our first, our first big, uh, paranormal sighting comes in 1944 where three people who lived on the ranch saw the same UFO. Oh, and UFO sightings continued on Skinwalker Ranch until 1968. Okay. So for about 24, 25 years, people were seeing UFOs on a regular basis over Skinwalker Ranch. Next. Have, I'm trying to like, so that's in the middle of World War II at the beginning there. Yes. So we would have been pushing aviation forward. Utah's not that close to yeah to New Mexico at all. Utah's really out there in the middle of it's nowhere. It's really far away from everything. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm just trying to like put see if I can put together pieces to like help figure this out. Yeah, so just a lot of UFO sightings. Yeah. And then we go cold till 1996 when Robert Bigelow buys the ranch. And is also a big help in founding the NIDS, the National Institute for the Discovery of Science. Okay. And then he is that mo- an accredited. Yes. Okay. It, it's cool. like a government good um, agency, but not any. I was prepared to make jokes if it was not. No, I had I had him cued. <laughs> but uh, one of his first actions was to move a full team of scientists from the NIDS onto the ranch. Yeah. To just have them there to. Hey, hey, weird stuff happens. Hey, here. come over here. Come look at this. Where's hang on, I'm gonna go find my ley lines. <laughs> I mean, do it. So 1997, a year later, biochemist biochemist Colm Keller, working with NIDS, um, 
was working on a site trying to uh, kind of see if they could find anything when he claimed to see a large humanoid fig- figure leaning up against a tree spying on the teams several nights in a row. Several, way too large to be a person. So it was just leaning up on a tree staring at them. Do you want me to find where Skinwalker Ranch is so you can look at these ley lines? Well, I found Salt Lake City. I'm just trying to... Here we go. We're getting on this yeah. real quick. Yeah, give me a give me a give me a point. Uh, you got it. Give me just a second. I've got I've got our I've got our map of ley lines out because I do I do love this idea that everything ties into that. Man, I don't care about the TV show. <laughs> oh, it's it's. I need to go back and do past episodes and look at look at maps for them. So it is a uh, pretty much right where that blue line hits that red line. Okay. Underneath Grand Junction. Okay. 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 So we're on lines. Yeah. Because we're within a ley line, if nothing else. Yeah. 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 Because that's the river. Um. So yeah. So we've got that. So 1997, dude sees very large humanoid spying on them. Then we go cold again. 2012, a power outage at Fort Duchesne, which is a very nearby fort, um, you know, powers out for hours. And then right after that power goes out, a mass UFO sighting is reported. Okay. Uh, I believe it was about 50 independent people in different parts around Skinwalker Ranch, or like in the surrounding like towns, yeah, saw a UFO. Uh, this also fits within the circle. Good, circular version here that I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Lee Lawrence to know what I'm looking at here. Um, and the grams everywhere, of course. So we go cold for another four years. No news from Skinwalker Ranch. When all of a sudden Robert Bigelow announces that he has sold Skinwalker Ranch to an anonymous source who the company was bought under the name Adamantium Real Estate, I believe. Adamantium Holdings. Okay. Which is kind of a cool name. Adamantium is what Wolverine's bones are covered in. Yes. Um, So, and now, just recently, Mm -hmm. since the entire world has shut down due to COVID-19, the owner of the ranch has been outed as the skinwalker no Dang. that'd be too easy it would be brandon fugel who is a commercial real estate owner based in salt lake city who came out in march because his name got leaked like i think someone just kind of followed the strings from adamantium and found him mm-hmm. um, and said that he bought the ranch with the sole intention of continuing the research since he has more money. Oh, because he, he is one of the biggest like commercial real estate owners in Utah. So he's poor. He's doing He's pulling a Tom DeLong and pouring yeah. his money into finding. So this I stuff. have a, I have a slight tangent here. Okay. We're known for those. That is the second... I, I googled Adamantium Holdings. Uh-huh. As, you know... One you, does. You should be doing along with us. Google weird things so you don't know what they are. First is the Skinwalker Ranch wiki. Yep. Second is a article from 2019. hmm Talking about the connection of Skinwalker Ranch and Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. That name sounds familiar. So... Put I'm gonna put our old job on blast. Max okay. talked about the documentary about UFOs with Bob Lazar. Oh yeah. Cause he used to work at Area 51. Max, if you're listening, love you, miss you. And, yeah, and I remember seeing, this guy. And seeing this together, along with the UFO sightings. I'm getting real interested in what's going on here. I'm getting, like, goosebumps here. So, and this is something that I wrote down. 
I would love to go visit Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Obviously, it's impossible. And on top of having a just complete desire to go visit it, to go see what's going on. Yeah. I also have a complete desire to stay as far away from it as I can. Yeah. (laughs) Because Skinwalkers are terrifying. Um, So the next thing I have is I couldn't find a year for. But sometime before Robert Bigelow bought it in 1996, um, the ranch was owned by a Terry and Gwen Sherman who owned the property for an entire, I think it said about six months because they moved out there not knowing the history of it. Yeah. Just bought the ranch and said, hey, I'm going to move my family out here. Um, And then they encountered a wolf that was three times the size of a normal wolf to which Terry Sherman... Huh? The dire wolf. Yes, a dire dire wolf. Uh, Terry Sherman saw this and said, hey, I'm going to go shoot it. So he... Bold choice. Yep. So he walked out of the house with a rifle, got within about 15 feet of it. Bolder choice. Shot the rifle five times, and the wolf did not react. Oh. Oh. The bullets had no effect on this wolf. And then the wolf turned around and quietly walked into the woods. And then... That's... Huh. Yup. What'd you find? This is a map. Uh, I'm seeing a triangle. uh, It's a triangle uh, between Skinwalker Ranch, uh, Area 51, and Roswell, New Mexico. I mean, which you can make a triangle out of anything. But like, it'd be it'd be it. I think it'd be cooler if it was an equilateral triangle. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It'd be more. It'd be more intimidating. It's just kind of a. Let me see it again. I'd say it's obtuse. It is obtuse. Perfect. I was. I just I thought, barely, but it is obtuse. Obtuse triangles, the devil. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um. So that that's all I've got. On, on Skinwalkers. Yeah. Um, they're terrifying. Skinwalker Ranch out there in Utah. Let's go. Let's yeah. not. I'm, it's generally like... We got to make a list of places that we're terrified to go to. Everywhere. <laughs> if it's not my apartment, I'm scared to be there. <laughs> Even my apartment, I'm sometimes scared to be there. Um, but yeah, no, so... There hasn't really been any news other than the owner being outed. Um, And there's been like four government agencies that have been founded and then basically disbanded with heavy ties to Skinwalker Ranch. Huh. So either they're not finding anything. Yeah. So they're disbanding because it's a waste of time or they are finding stuff that does not need to be found. And you can you can look up Skinwalker Ranch and find like old homesteads yeah. from the early 1900s that are just destroyed. Now, obviously, that could happen with yeah, nature. We, yeah, time. But some of these things were it looks like something was dropped on them. Oh. And it's in Utah. This uh, talks about the connection between Skinwalker Ranch and Bob Lazar. Uh, which comes through uh, George Knapp, K N A P P, who wrote a wrote a book about the ranch. He did. Yeah. Uh, it's called uh, the Hunt for Skinwalker. Yeah. Right. Hunt for the Skinwalkers. Uh, it does not technically quote it here, but um, he's the same uh, re- investigative reporter who interviewed Lazar in 1989, and he is a co-producer on the Lazar doc Area 51 and Flying Saucers. Hmm. So I mean, like, it could be nothing. Could, this is just could just be his like shtick. Um. And this this article is a year old, but uh, it was little interesting things. Yeah. It. it there's something always troubling to me about when a government agency gets involved yeah, in stuff like as this. As soon as the government gets involved. 
it goes um, out. my brain goes oh no yeah no. that scared me so bad um and i i have to see if i can refind it yeah but i found a video that was taken near skinwalker ranch yep of and it's it's been recently it's been within the last couple of years where some guys are out on a hike and they see something flying in the air and they're like they're like what is that and it's like it's flipping on its sides it's spinning really fast yeah and they go they're like oh like what is that like what the hell and the camera pans and you see about seven fighter jets show up and then the ufo is gone oh that's telling that's scary that's you know who will have these answers tom delong tom delong will have these answers one day i love tom delong he'll he'll just release the information even though he wasn't supposed to (laughs) that i think tom delong might be the biggest inspiration for me to do this yeah because that man is really just he's going for it he is he's like you know music was fun being an international superstar was awesome. I love it. Being just drop dead attractive was great. Decided to stop doing it in about <laughs> 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Um, and then he was, he, you know, Angels and Airways had their thing. Blink-182 came back for a little bit. Did Neighborhoods and... Dogs dogs. I was going to say dogs eating dogs. I couldn't remember that. Yeah. And then he was like, you know what? I think I'm really just going to go hunt Bigfoot and aliens. And man, I'm so jealous. Yeah. I would give up my entire life to just shadow Tom DeLong for six months. Yeah, that'd be that'd be something else. That it man really that man has got something going on in his brain that is just beyond interesting and I love it. So, now, unless you've got something else about skinwalkers. I don't. I do have um I'm getting choked up. Choking. Yeah. Uh I love Tom DeLong too, it's okay. <laughs> but he really did about 2008 He's just kind of, he's gone downhill. When his hair got long, I didn't like that. See, I'm saying right at, the hair got long and it was fine. It was once he cut it and just refuses to grow it out anymore. Yeah. And he just kind of looks like the dad that he is. kind of wish you'd just kind of go like all the way back to the buzz cut. Buzz cut was good. 2002, 2003, Tom DeLong, when he got that lip ring. Mm -hmm. That lip ring. All right. What were you saying? Um, (laughs) I'm going to do some... Uh, poking around on the internet and see if I can find um, how much it would cost to get like four sets of affordable ghost hunting equipment. Yeah, but that that's something that you guys are doing outside of this. I know, but I I, I want to bring that up, so I'll I'll mention it here, so I'll do it. I was gonna say, so you're forced. Yeah, to do I it. need accountability. Um. <laughs> Because along with that could eventually come hunting for Bigfoot and doing those sort of ideas. I am just letting you know that if I take part in this, I will play a very similar part to what uh, old Gavin Free plays in Achievement Haunter. Yeah. Which is, I feel like I'm just going to end up his bait. Because I... Here's things that I hate. (laughs) The dark. Yeah. Okay. Silence. Mm. Yeah, there'd be a lot of that. The dark. Really, really, really doubling down on the dark. I, what if I get you night vision goggles? Don't care. There's, there's dark outside of my vision. I, if I cannot see everything at a moment's notice, I am not a fan. <laughs> That's fair. I hate. You could be, you could be home base. I will gladly be home base, but not like home base out in the van. Home base at home. No, no, we're gonna. No, no. Home base. We're gonna set up a perimeter, right? We'll establish a perimeter. So you want me to sit outside and we'll put a tent over you, and then we'll all leave. 
You want? <laughs> so go into so the woods. I'm not ghost bait. I'm murderer bait. <laughs> We're going into the woods, and you you're gonna be home base. I will be home base from here, <laughs> with the longest distance walkie talkies ever invented, and all of the lights in this house on. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I don't think we we I this this was a on the on the topic of things that terrify me. Yeah. Uh, this came up after we recorded last time. Uh, not your episode, but the one my last episode yeah. um, was the the man that was allegedly living in my mother's garage. Yeah. So that was something. There's more. Oh, good. I would hate for it to just be terrifying. It is. If look, all right. If you're not interested, this is a good time to end the episode. I'm just going to go ahead and lead this into my off. My, yeah. I want to shout out to Coralie on Twitter. Yes. Did absolutely. a great job with our artwork. Fantastic. Thank we're you gonna, so much. We're going to put our name on it, but like the My Neighbor Mothman name on it, but the artwork itself is great. Absolutely. Uh, username is L Y C H A N underscore. I believe her commissions are still open. If you would like to commission some artwork, she does some great stuff. Now, you can tweet at us, Mothman Podcast, or me personally at Baby Mothman. And me at Levi Carver, L-E-V-I-S Carver. Thank you. I hate how you always do it. Throw, throw an S in there. Uh, you can g- uh, Gmail us. Yeah. At that Mothman Podcast at Gmail. Um, you can watch with- as we record these live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skeleton crew gaming uh we pretty much do them every other saturday yep at random points in the day i think this is the latest we've recorded it absolutely is normally and it's I'm, like a midday and i'm very scared yeah, it's I dark out now don't want to drive home skinwalkers out there stop that and <laughs> and, and killer trees yeah killer trees <laughs> all right so that's that now we're going to go into my scary life um so Tree. Uh, 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 wow, I just thought about trees. Um, <laughs> trees? <laughs> hey, yeah. you ever heard about trees? <laughs> hey, girl, you like trees? Stop. This is a family podcast. Oh, dude, man. I hope not. I hope there's not little kids listening to this. You're going to scar yourself. Um, it's scary. So, yeah, so as background for people who aren't Levi or in that live don't live in my apartment because I've talked about it for two weeks um my mother's house has a space above the garage our garage doesn't have a door on it it never has it's just an open garage yeah and there's a space above the garage it's basically like a little garage attic that we've always used for storage and um my mom was walking out there they had they had a um a, a manhunt in the area a couple of weeks ago and they found the guy but he was like running around in the woods like near my mom's house yeah so the next the next day you know after they had already caught the guy my mom was like well let's go check out and you know see if if he was in here if anything got messed up yeah and sure enough there was stuff that had been moved around that place stuff that place above the garage hadn't been touched in about five years yeah stuff the only time it's ever touched is the christmas trees up there and we go out every year to get it but other other than that nothing ever moves well she goes out and a duffel bag had been pulled down and was sitting on the floor okay um and so she was like she was like oh that's weird maybe maybe he was in here for a minute um and there, there's there's two stray kittens that just kind of hang out at the house. Um, so they decided they were going to leave a blanket. It's getting a little cold. Yeah. They decided they were going to leave a blanket out for the kittens. After after this has happened, it's been a couple of days since the they thought the dude was up there. Um, so the blanket just get they just leave it in the garage and it stays there for a couple of days, and then blanket's just missing. Oh, it could have been windy. Could have been windy. Yeah. Um, but mom was like, maybe, maybe the cats took it up above the garage. So walks up into the room and there is a toaster that has been plugged in and used recently. Those are some smart cats making toast. Yep. 
And where did they get the toaster? Because there wasn't a toaster above the garage. Yeah. Um, and that's not the end of it. Ooh. So she uh, chalks that up to maybe someone just found a toaster and my brother just decided to make toast out above the garage. Hey, you know, <laughs> things happen. And she goes, let me move this duffel bag back because it was still yeah. sitting on the floor. And she picks up the duffel bag and goes, this is supposed to be empty. But it's not. Oh, no. What's in the duffel bag, Levi? Is it a bunch of toast? No, it's a bunch of clothes and the blanket folded up and hidden in the duffel bag. Oh, no. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Could have been much worse. But it's still not good. Oh, no. Um, So there's that. And then... um, So at this point... It's take. It's been four days of weird stuff happening. Yeah. My mom decides it's a good time to bring the key that's just out on the porch inside. Inside, yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. Real good. Um, so then she starts hearing... Or no, no, no. So before all this happened, she had been hearing stuff underneath the house. Yeah. And assumed it was cats. Yeah. Freaking raccoons getting under there and all sorts of nonsense. Yeah. So, um, well... You know, after the the duffel bag incident and all that, she goes, I wonder if this guy's underneath the house. She goes down to look. Nope. And the because there's there's you can get to underneath the house from the garage and then over on the other side of the house. Yeah. Other side of the house door still closed. It looks like it's just completely rusted shut. Um, Garage entrance, however, everything has been pushed out of the way. So that you can very easily get to underneath the house. So that's cool. And um, my brother and sister, you know, my mom says, well, I've been hearing stuff under the house. Yeah. Brother and sister go, no, you haven't. Yeah. Like you're it's that point of like when something scary happens and you go. I've been noticing scary things. Yeah, you connect all all the dots kind of thing, yeah. Um, But then they are sitting at home one day, just the middle of the day. Yeah. And um, sure enough, my mom and sister are sitting in the living room watching TV together. And my mom mutes the TV, and they can hear someone hitting from below the house. Can hear them, like, hitting the floor. What the hell? Yep. Um, and I asked my mom at this point, hey, have you called anyone? Not a big fan of police. So, I mean, like, you can call the police. Just call anyone. Yeah. You know lots of big, strong people. Yeah, lots of people can can come help in that scenario. Yeah. And she goes, nah. Bold uh, choice. Yeah, and then her uh, her friend has the, the bright idea, hey, let's lock both of the doors to underneath the house. Yeah. And she makes the joke, either I'm locking him in or locking him out. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. And then she also came to the realization that uh, my whole family does not have a great sense of smell. Yeah. So then opened up the fear that if she locks someone in there, there is no telling if they die in there because we cannot smell. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been no new sense. Oh. So it, was it locked? It's locked now. It, it has been locked. It has been locked. Okay. Now, she said she hasn't, like, noticed anything moving yeah. in the last couple of days. That's either a good sign or a bad sign. It's either a great sign. And and we're fairly certain that if there is someone, there is a, it is a homeless person because they're... I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever been... Um, do you know where... I'm not going to, I'm not going to dox my mother. Um, yeah. About like a five minute walk from where we live used to be a little tent city in Mm -hmm. the woods Yeah. that they have torn down those woods and it's now like a, a towing lot. Yeah. So, uh, her thought is cause they, they just tore those woods down like a month or two ago. Yeah. Her guess is that it was someone who was living in that tent city has now relocated to the house. Which uh, I don't live at home anymore. Yeah, I. And uh, that's a good call. I would not live there. Yeah. If I if I had one hint that someone was living near the house, you wouldn't see me anymore. I wouldn't ever be able to eat toast again. 
I mean, I guess. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. <laughs> but no, I mean, and, and she, I, I get that she's being calm about it, and it's probably helpful yeah. to not freak out. Oh, dude. No. I'd be losing it. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got for that. That's, yeah, that's something else. I hope you've, I hope everyone's enjoyed this. What is probably going to be a super long episode yeah. that's got about half of nonsense. Hey, you know. So yeah, so that, that sometimes. it was very like she was telling me all this on the phone, just super chill, super casual, and I was like, "You are going to give me a heart attack." Yeah, and this is going to kill me. Uh, and my brother and sister have taken upon naming the person. My family's full of. I was about to make a very poor taste joke. If it's bad, we'll cut it out. If, if you name it, you have to keep it. No! <laughs> That's much better than I thought you were going to do. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't going to go too dark. Well, like, it's it's very inhumane. They yeah. probably have a name. Yeah, yeah. Just ask them. <laughs> knock on the door down there. Hey. Just knock on the floor. You got to pay rent. Hey! What's your name? <laughs> Rents do. <due. laughs> Um, that's, that's like a that's like a forty five hundred dollar a month apartment in L A. It's okay, like it's a decent size house, but um, yeah. So it's, it's very I'm it's very terrifying. I'm at the under under the house part. Oh, <laughs> maybe I don't know, dude. It's it's rough underneath there. I've been under there once, and I'll never go again. Yeah, dude. I don't know why. I understand the the literal reason that they have the crawl space in houses. Yeah, hate it. Nope, don't like it. Did you see the uh, the visit? No, that movie with the kids who the visit kids their grandparents. grandparents. I there, knew about it. But. There's one part of that movie where the girl is playing hide and seek with her grandmother, and her grandmother's crawling on all fours on all fours through the crawl space. No. And I had to stop the movie, no. and I was like, because uh, uh, look, there's a couple of things I hate in scary movies: old people. Not really. Old people are fine because I. Old people are fine in the sense that, like, I feel like if there was an old person who was trying, like, haunted, I feel like I could kill an yeah. old person. <laughs> to me, if if I'm in a horror movie scenario and there is an old person, it is the old person. Yeah, probably. But, like, I feel like I could, like, the grandmother in The Visit, totally feel like I could take her. Yeah. Um, but I, so I hate, I hate when they, I hate when the children are haunted. Yeah. Cause like I could take them. I'm not going to want to. You don't, you I've got some, I've got some hatred for old people. So I'm fine. I've got a deck an old person. I can put out an old person. (laughs) A kid though. I'm not going to want to punch a kid. Yeah. Um, so the kids, uh, any kind of like dolls. Yeah. Hate it. Some Annabelle nonsense going on. Anytime anyone is on all fours. Yeah, it's terrifying. I know that's why they put it in scary movies. Why did yeah? If anyone ever runs at me on all fours, they will be kicked. A little little kid from that uh, horror movie that meows at people. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't watch horror movies. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. I haven't seen this one either. I don't know the name of uh, it. Like in, uh, it's like it's not. I don't think it's the Ring. I think it's the other one. That's from one of those kind of horror movies. Isn't the ring the the one with the seven days? Seven days, yeah. Ah. All right, we've, that'll do it for we've this. We've really gone off of it. This episode. We've really lost it. Yeah, give out your warnings. Warnings. Don't live in the crawl space underneath my house. I will try and kick you. Don't be old. <laughs> Lock your doors. Lock your windows. Don't look out your windows. Don't stare at a skinwalker. Don't go in the woods. Don't go to Utah. Thing that all movies run into when they have like a TV show that obviously the TV show has more time to do more jokes. Yeah. But the the movie is genuinely very funny. I would recommend it. I didn't know about the follow up. The, the werewolves movie is called Werewolves. Oh, I love that. Because the way uh, that New Zealanders sound when they're saying we're wolves sounds like werewolves. Perfect. So that's um, that. Yeah, see, in um, the guy that's in the show, 
that uh, I can't remember the vampire's name. But like the the kind of main guy, the yeah. short chubby one, I I couldn't Guillermo. place. Guillermo. Yeah. No. 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 The no. vampire. Oh, the vampire. Okay. Yeah. 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 Guillermo's the Guillermo's the the, the, the assistant or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the familiar. Poor Guillermo. Yeah, the familiar. Um, yeah, no, we should know this. I played that. I played that vampire game on MySpace for like forty hours. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you live in that for a minute. Bad game. (laughs) Um, No, the the vampire. The I don't remember what his name is, but uh, I couldn't. I knew him from somewhere, and I couldn't place him. Yeah. (laughs) And he was in uh, Portlandia, and he was the uh, lead singer of like the basically the knockoff Wiggles. Oh, nice. Um. And now, man, I started the last one off with Bachelorette. Now I'm gonna talk about Portlandia for a minute. Yeah. Um. Uh, the Fred Armisen and I can't remember the the woman's name in that show, but they uh, they decide they want to start a kids band, mm-hmm. but like a real kids band. What does they're, that mean? They're talking about like real stuff that kids go through. Oh, okay. They're not talk. They're not talking about. They're not up there in suits. They're not talking about fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Yeah. Um, and they open up for this super successful kids band and then they go to the lead singer afterwards and they're like what makes you so successful and he's like well i turn off the part of my brain that's an adult in my mind i'm jimmy who's nine and jimmy just loves to have fun and then they just start baby talking to one another in this hotel room and he's like, he's like, ah, gotta have some of mommy's milk, <laughs> and just pours like a whiskey into a glass. <laughs> and it was, just, it's so What's, funny. I think that's just Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So he was, he was really good in that as well. But that it, it was. He, he's very funny. But yeah, so um, I can get Lily a bigger shirt. In the AT and T commercials here. <laughs> I'm glad that everything's died down with her. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. Because I've been in love with her for years, and all those fake fans just hopped in. <laughs> like, have you even watched her comedy specials? No, you just want to talk about her body. So I remember her when when the whole, like, uh, refugee thing was going on. Yeah. That's where I remember her from. I think she was on some funnier die stuff. That makes sense. Milana Viantrup yeah. is her name, and she's beautiful, and she's got she's so funny, and I hate that people objectified her. This will go in at the end of the episode. This is just yeah. This podcast is just turning into us talk about weird stuff, and yeah, then yeah. I go on my own tangent at the very end. Yeah, of it. or That's, sing. Yeah, <laughs> that also happened the one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 